welcome, welcome, welcome to a bonus episode of Not a Hoax, Not a Dream. I'm your host, Ben Rathbone, recording from a papier-mâché replica of Earth, placed on the opposite side of the sun, so that, like, you never see it. Two weeks ago, I recorded an episode on the 90s villain everyone loves to hate, or maybe hates to hate, Onslaught. Today, we're here to talk about the fallout and genesis of that storyline. Onslaught was always just a means to an end, and the end was to remove Marvel's classic characters from the universe in order to reboot them. For the full story, let's go back to 1991. In June of that year, Marvel publishes X-Force No. 1, drawn by Rob Liefeld. Retailers ordered 5 million copies, in large part due to a scheme whereby different bagged editions contained various trading cards. These were record-breaking numbers. But two months later, Marvel publishes X-Men No. 1, drawn by Jim Lee. This time, Marvel's plan was to offer several different variant covers, which could be lined up together to form one picture. Retailers ordered 8 million copies. By most accounts, these two issues remain the top two best-selling comic books of all time. Liefeld and Lee remain on the titles until leaving with Spider-Man artist Todd McFarlane to form Image Comics in 1992. The new publisher focused on creators developing and owning their own properties. Now let's punch forward to 1996, when Marvel is disappointed in the sales of several of their classic characters, including Captain America, the Fantastic Four, Iron Man, and the Avengers. Who do they turn to but the artist on their top-selling books of all time, Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld? People don't look at Heroes Reborn kindly. The image of Rob Liefeld's giant-chested Captain America has been lampooned across the internet. That was a promotional illustration, by the way, not a cover. I misspoke on an earlier episode. But while it's easy to look back at Heroes Reborn now and see it as a failure, at the time it was a sensational force to be reckoned with. For a title like Avengers, which was selling less than 100,000 copies a month before the reboot, Heroes Reborn gave it a new life in a commercial sense. The problem was, it just wasn't enough. Marvel was making moves, buying their own toy line and direct distributor in an attempt to expand. This meant they had bills to pay, and they were hoping Heroes Reborn would be their meal ticket, that Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld would earn them millions of pre-orders like they had in the past. This was... unreasonable. Considering that X-Force and X-Men sold so well as a result of gimmicks, meant to take advantage of a speculative collector's market that had collapsed by this point in time. When the comics didn't sell the numbers they wanted, Marvel filed for bankruptcy and tried to renegotiate their deal with Rob Liefeld. Rob left, and the titles he'd been heading floundered. The Hero Reborn Avengers is definitely a product of the time, and I can easily see why new readers, or even a lot of current fans, would be super enthusiastic about them. They pop. Take Swordsman. The original version of the character is this stodgy fencer guy, but in the Hero Reborn universe he's a badass decked out with katanas and broadswords. Then there's Hawkeye. While the normal Hawkeye was still wearing a version of his purple leotard straight out of the 60s, Rob's Hawkeye is wearing, um, well, he actually looks like Wolverine, but with a bow and arrow. But more importantly, his mask is completely covering his face, so you don't really know who the person underneath the costume is. Now, I know what you're asking. Are the swords guy and the bow guy rivals who argue over who's better at fighting? Uh, duh. Is this dumb? Yes. Is this cool? Sure. I mean, I get it. As far as Thor in Heroes Reborn, they find him in a block of ice. 
which sounds like Captain America's thing, but in Heroes Reborn, Captain America had his memory wiped after protesting against the use of the atom bomb in World War II. So, things are different here. To be completely fair, Rob Liefeld's Captain America reboot does sound pretty interesting. I've never read it, but from what I can tell, Rob put most of his energy into this project, as opposed to Avengers, which was more of a Frankenstein's monster in terms of its different creators. But yeah, once Marvel went into bankruptcy and creators started to pull out, Heroes Reborn led to Heroes Return, where Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, and friends all returned to the 616 Marvel Universe. Writer Dan Jurgens and artist John Romita Jr. give Thor a new alter ego, a paramedic named Jake Olson. Jurgens would stay on the title for years, just about up to the point in which he died, which we covered on the full Thor episode. Okay, uh, that's it. I've talked enough. Thanks for joining me here on Not a Hoax, Not a Dream. Next week, Blade the Vampire Hunter.